Hey everybody and welcome back to the All Things Rugby League podcast. Today we are going to be having a look at the last two games of round three 2023 for the NRL season. The first game we'll see the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the West Tigers at Belmore Sports Ground and the final game of the round we'll see the Canberra Raiders take on the Cronulla Sharks at GIO Stadium. As per standard procedure, guys, we'll have a look at the first game kicking off today, which is the Bulldogs taking on the Tigers. Canterbury stunned the Rugby League world last week when they pulled off the ambush of all ambushes by defeating Melbourne at AB Park, whereas the West Tigers uh, had a very lackluster performance at Leichhardt Oval that saw them unable to get the job done against a very depleted Newcastle Knights side who lost Caelan Ponger in the second minute, Jaden Braley in the 15th, Tyson Brazell later to a leg injury, and also saw Jacob Saifiti sent from the field. However, it's a new week in a new round and anything can happen in rugby league. And if you don't believe me, just ask the Warriors and the Gold Coast Titans as results from their games yesterday. So let's have a look at the teams and see what we can make out of what should be a very, very interesting contest at Belmore today. Let's have a look at the Canterbury Bulldogs first. They'll be coming into this game extremely confident after managing to knock off the Melbourne Storm at Amy Park. Their team is mostly settled and you can see the coaching influence of Cameron Serraldo having positive effects on this team already, which is a very good sign to see for the new coach and for this team moving forward. The team list for Canterbury is as follows. Hayes Perham at fullback, Jacob Kuraz and the Fox Josh Adokar on the wings, Jake Avarillo and Paul Alamotti in the centres, Matt Burton and Kyle Flanagan are the halves pairing, Max King and Ryan Sutton in the front row with Reid Marnie at hooker. It's Preston Mania again this week as Viliami Kickout and Jacob Preston will be in the front row after a very pr impressive performance against Melbourne last week. Raymond Vitale Mariner will lock the scrum at 13. On the bench, Jaden Ockenbaugh, Corey Waddell, Farmanu Brown and Jaden Tanner. I just want to stop quick and make a point about Jaden Ockenbaugh because I did see on Twitter that Phil Gould has confirmed that Jaden Ockenbaugh is being developed into a second rower and a lock. When asked about this by a fan, are the coaches developing Ockenbaugh into a second row slash lock? Saw that he played there in NRL and in Cup. Phil Gould responded that with HIA affecting the interchanges so much, a player who can play in the forwards and outside backs is very valuable. We believe Jaden could well fill that role he can cover a lot of positions he's improving all the time i thought he played well in the forwards today so just in case some people had some questions about whether Jaden knockenbaugh who has typically been a winger his whole career and his place on the bench there is the answer straight from phil gold the ones to watch for canterbury for me the first one is fullback Hayes Perham. I'm still not sold at this guy on fullback, though he is most definitely improving with every week that we see him there. I still think that Jake Avrilo is probably a better fit in this team in this spot until Stephen Crichton arrives next year. But however, I am seeing a lot of improvement from Hayes Perham, and I've got enough, I've heard enough about Cameron Serraldo to know that he knows what he's doing. So his judgment will probably be given the benefit of the doubt here, and we are definitely seeing improvements from Hayes Perrin, but I do still think we need to see a little bit more from him to justify his position being selected at fullback with Jake Avarillo relegated to the centres. The other big player to watch for me is the number seven, Carl Flanagan. This kid cops a lot of flack, but I think that we are seeing that he is indeed benefiting from the coaching of Cameron Serraldo. He's shown a lot of improvement already, and this season has only just kicked off, and his combination with Matt Burton is getting better and better. 
I think that with some time and with the confidence of his coach, Cameron Seraldo, which Carl Flanagan has lacked from pretty much all the coaches he's been under throughout his career up until this point, with the possible exception of his father, Shane. But I am seeing that Cameron Seraldo's approach to coaching is benefiting Carl Flanagan, and I do believe that he will continue to improve as this season goes on. He is off contract at the end of this year, so he does have that extra motivation of playing for his NRL future. But I do think that there is a lot of upside with Carl Flanagan at Canterbury, and I do think Canterbury can be successful with Carl Flanagan at halfback as long as he develops a solid combination with Matt Burton and with Stephen Crichton arriving to play fullback next year. Let's have a look at the Tigers now. Charlie Staines gets his opportunity to prove his stuff in the number one jersey at fullback. David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo are out, out on the wing. Stafford Toa and Brent Naden in the centres. Adam Dewey and Luke Brooks are the halves pairing. Stefano Uto Ikamanu and David Clemmer in the front row with Abby Corusau at hooker. Asu Kapoa and John Bateman are coming in. John Bateman will make his debut for the West Tigers this week. And Fano Apollo on in the number 13 jersey. Sean Bloor is on the bench with the inclusion of John Bateman. Brandon Moykem is also on the interchange bench and I imagine that that is due to the fact that there is some concern surrounding a foot injury for Adam Dewey. He was 50-50 to play. He was able to pass the final fitness test which means he will take the field but he is definitely not 100% which is imagine I imagine why Brandon Moykem has come into the side in the event that Adam Dewey is unable to complete the game. He is also making his debut as a West Tiger having come from the Bulldogs. Alex Twell and Joe Offerhangawi make up the last two spots on the bench for the West Tigers. The ones to watch for me, the first one has to be Charlie Staines finally getting his shot at fullback. Now, I'm just going to go off script just for a second here and say that as a Panthers fan hailing in Penrith, I do know a thing or two about Charlie Staines as a fullback. While he wasn't able to impress in the Panthers side, he does have a lot of upside as a fullback. He was only put into the wings at the Penrith Panthers in order to get the NRL experience to begin the long-term plan for his development into the eventual future fullback. Obviously, that has not worked out that way. But Charlie Staines is not a winger. He is a fullback. The reason he was placed in the wings was because it was the only spot available after Penrith Panthers let Josh Mansour leave that Charlie Staines was able to get some first-grade experience under his belt. But he does have a lot of upside. In the junior grades, playing for the Penrith Panthers at fullback, Charlie Staines killed it. So this is his chance to show that he can fit that role perfectly for the West Tigers as Dane Laurie has not been impressive in the last couple of years as the custodian of the role. The other one to watch for me for the West Tigers is Johnny Bateman making his return to the NRL. Now John Bateman if there is one thing that he will bring to this West Tigers side and hopefully it will be enough to make a substantial difference he will bring grit he will bring starch and he will bring hard bruising defense and that is exactly one of the things the West Tigers are in such desperate need of. John Bateman is a very tough cookie and he's the type of person who you do not want to disappoint as a teammate because he will have absolutely no problem giving you the spray that you would deserve. So I hope that John Bateman will be able to lift the standards of the West Tigers defense and also their standards in discipline and I believe that that is one thing that the Tigers need more than anything else if they want to be successful this season. So I do think that the inclusion of John Bateman is a big up for the West Tigers this week and hopefully he can deliver on what the West Tigers need the most from him. There are some concerns that John Bateman might be carrying an injury though congratulations to anybody who's managed to get a straight answer from the West Tigers out of this because their mixed messaging has been nothing short of infuriating but if you know anything about John Bateman and how he plays the game you know that an injury will not stop him from giving his all when he gets out on the field today but there is some slight concern about that and also some slight concern about his fitness though John Bateman will not let that get in the way of him doing his absolute best for his team today. The key battle for me today, it's the number sevens, Kyle Flanagan and Luke 
Brooks, if you had to ask me, there are no more two maligned halfbacks in the NRL than these two. These two cop so much. And I'm not saying it's undeserved, but I'm just saying these two cop a lot of criticism. They're probably the most criticized halfbacks in the NRL. And I have to say that there is definitely a lot of causation for a lot of it. So these two will be out to prove the doubters wrong this year. And it'll be interesting to see which one of them is able to come out on top and lead their team to victory today. In terms of my predictions, I know this has been the week of upsets and anybody who is telling you that they have correctly predicted all of the games this round is lying to your face because I am almost certain that nobody has been able to correctly predict this round. And we have seen some crazy things happen, but I do have to say I am going with the favourites here. I do think Canterbury are going to get the win. They are coming off a huge confidence boost of beating Melbourne at Amy Park, whereas the West Tigers were not able to get the job done at Leichhardt Oval over a bruised and battered Newcastle side. So I do think that there are reasons to be very concerned about the Tigers, whereas I do think Canterbury have shown that they are headed in the right direction, and I do expect them to get the job done today. I just think that the West Tigers are in the same hole that they have been in for quite a while now. My sympathies go out to you, West Tigers fans. And I just don't see the Tigers being able to get the job done today over Canterbury, who are probably feeling very confident, whereas the West Tigers will be feeling anything but. So I do predict Canterbury. I do think it's going to be a bit of a wipeout. It might start off close, but I do predict Canterbury will eventually walk away with anywhere from 14 to 20 points. So that is my prediction for the West Tigers and the Canterbury Bulldogs game. I do think Canterbury are going to walk away with the two points here. Let's get to the final game of the round, which is going to see the Canberra Raiders back at home at GIO Stadium to take on the Cronulla Sharks. The Raiders are going to be desperate to get their first win on the board. They had a disappointing loss to the North Queensland Cowboys, although they did show good signs to be able to come back and make it a very close game. And then they had another very disappointing loss to the Dolphins up at KO Stadium in Moreton Bay. So the Canberra Raiders, they will want to get the win here today. Well, I mean, you want to get the win every game, but the Canberra Raiders will be particularly desperate to get a win on the board, especially since they are back at GIO Stadium for the first time. So they are going to be coming out with a purpose, with intent, and I expect that they are going to be doing their best to get back to that hard-hitting, bruising defense that we have seen from the Canberra Raiders over the last couple of years that just seems to have been a little bit flat, lackluster in the first two rounds. For the Cronulla Sharks, on the other hand, it's been a mixed bag. They did go down to a red-hot Rabbitohs side in round one in a game that saw Lockie Ilias go absolutely berserk for the Bunnies. So they were not able to get the job done there. But they did come back and fight hard to win against Parramatta last week after Parramatta got out of the blocks early with two tries in, like, I think the first five minutes or something ridiculous like that. But Cronulla did well to come back and win that game. But there were some concerning signs, particularly with how easy tries were let in on both sides last week. So Cronulla will be looking to tighten up their defence and also to get back to the consistent, solid but simple footy that saw them do so well last year, even though they were eventually knocked out in straight sets. They're looking to do better this year and they're looking to get back on the winner's side of things today and show that they still have the starch, grit, and determination that is needed to go one or possibly even two better this year in the finals. There is some news in regards to the um, Canberra Raiders side that will be taking the field today, adding to Canberra's injury concerns at the moment. Nick Kotrick is out and 
James Schiller will be coming in to replace him. Nick Kotrick has succumbed to a minor leg injury, as I understand it, and so James Schiller will be coming in to replace him. With that in mind, the team lists are as follows. With Canberra, Sebastian Crick is still at fullback, with Xavier Savage still a fair way away. Like I said, James Schiller is coming in for Nick Kotrick, and Albert Hopawadi is on the other wing. Matt Tomoko and Harley Smith-Shields are the centres. Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty are the halves. Pasami Solo and Joe Tarpane are the forwards with still no sign of Big Papa, Josh Papali'i. Danny Levi is the starting hooker. Hasn't set the world on fire, Danny Levi, since returning from the Super League, but he also really hasn't put a foot wrong either. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead are the back row with Corey Harawira Naira at lock. On the bench is Tom Starling, Trey Mooney, Corey Horsburgh and Emre Gula for Ricky Stewart. There's only one real player that stands out for me in the Canberra Raiders that needs to perform well today, and it is the main man, Jack Whiten. In order for the Canberra Raiders to do well, I do believe that Jack Whiten is going to have to get back to his best form, the form that saw him win the 2020 Dalian medal. I do think that if Canberra are going to make it to finals this year, it's going to be off the back of a great year for Jack Whiten. His combination with Jamal Fogarty has shown to be impressive. They do work very well together, and he... Fogarty is able to help Whiten to just play his heads up footy and play what is in front of him while Fogarty takes care of the job of steering the team around the park. However, Jack Whiten has been a little bit below his best to start this year and I do think Jack Whiten is going to have to step up and get back to his brilliant best for the Canberra Raiders to do well and I think if they are going to get the job done over Cronulla, Jack Whiten is going to have to have a man of the match performance down in Canberra tonight. Onto the Cronulla Sharks, still no sign of Nico Hines and Will Kennedy will be the fullbacks, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings, Jesse Ramian and CSC Fatalakai in the centres, Matt Moylan and Braden Trindle in the halves, again as Nico Hines is still at least one or two weeks away from returning. Toby Rudolph and Braden Hamlin Uele in the front row with Blake Braley at hooker. Britton Nakora and Teague Wilton will make up the back row with Dalfanukin at lock. Cam McInnes, Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi, and Jack Williams make up the bench. The player to watch for me in this one is the halfback Braden Trindle with Nico Hines' return getting closer and closer. Braden Trindle has been very impressive in all of his showings for Cronulla in the absence of Nico. He's shown a lot with a lot of great kicking game, great playmaking ability, and he certainly would be attracting interest from other clubs, I reckon. So with Nico set to return very soon, Braden Trindle will be taking every opportunity he gets and trying to show what he can deliver to possibly Cronulla for an extension or another club for a starting spot. So I do think he will be set to have a big game again today. I'm going to stick my neck a little bit out on this prediction and say I think Canberra are going to get the job done here today because they are coming out with a real point to prove. They're back at GIO and they have not got a win on the board yet and they will be out to show that they are still finest contenders and they are still to be taken seriously in this competition. They've got a chip on their shoulder whereas Cronulla seemed to be a little bit in cruise control until the return of Nico Hines and I just think that an angry Canberra forward pack with an angry Jack Whiten with a point to prove, I think it's just going to be a little too much for the Sharkies today. So I do predict Canberra to take this one out at home. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be less than six points in it, but I do think Canberra are going to get the job done here today. So that is my preview and predictions for the last two games of round three, guys. Stay tuned because in a couple of days' time, we will have the reviews and the breakdowns of each of the games that we have seen in round three, as well as the previews coming into round four. I'll see you then, guys, but until then, have a great day.